Welcome to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast with your host, Greg Shepard. Greg is a fee-only financial advisor who specializes in helping those in higher education to take control of their retirement. Since 2001, Greg has helped employees all over the country make the most of their retirement plans. Hey folks, Greg Shepard here, Higher Ed Retire Podcast. As always, I am your humble host, and I do appreciate all you folks out there taking taking time out of your day to listen to this silly little podcast I've had now for quite quite some time, getting some good feedback from everyone out there too, both from this podcast and my YouTube channel. I'm quite shocked that folks uh, pay attention to me over YouTube, but if you haven't checked it out, go ahead and check out that YouTube channel. Uh, you could probably just you know type in the search bar, higher ed, retire, or my name, Greg Shepard, and it'll probably lead you to me eventually. Today, folks, um, I did do a YouTube video on today's topic, and it got garnered a lot of attention and got a lot of questions, so I decided to make a podcast episode on it as well. So the title is TIAA, TIA, Cautionary Tale. Now, it's not a cautionary tale using TIA. It's a cautionary tale how someone did use TIA and basically just didn't listen to advice is the best way to put it. I'm not going to beat around the bush here. Just didn't listen to things that I told him and kind of backed up on him. I mean, lack of a better better term here. So if, you listen, if you've listened to these podcasts before, you know that our goal here is to educate you, arm you with as much information as possible so you can go out there and make educated decisions around your higher ed retirement plan. Again, my name is Greg Shepard. I do have an independent financial advisory firm here in the Kansas City area. But with the evolution of technology, go figure. I'm able to help everyone and anybody across the country in that regard. I've been doing so for 21 years now. The gray hair on my head proves it. If you want to get in touch with me regarding this topic or any other topic you listen to in my episodes, feel free to do so. You don't have to be a client of mine. My email is greg at shepherdfinancial.com. Shepherd is spelled S-H-E-P-A-R-D, then financial.com. And I've also been told that this one little sentence, sentence, singular, keeps the attorneys, plural, at bay. Investment advisory services offered by me, Greg Shepard, as an investment advisor rep of SNA Financial Services, which is a registered investment advisor. That, that is my firm, SNA Financial Services. If you're wondering, okay, let's kick it off here. So TIA, T-I-A-A, cautionary tale. What am I talking about here? So I don't have anything written down, kind of shooting from the hip here. Um, I'm just going to explain what occurred and hopefully you don't put yourself in this situation either. So I'll start off by telling you that that, that this individual is on the West Coast, uh, which really is irrelevant, doesn't mean anything in, in, in terms of this episode. Uh, but this person, gentleman, was on the West Coast, contacted me. Um, he, the purpose of him contacting me, and I, you know, everyone out there listening, feel free to do the same. The purpose of him contacting me was really to set an appointment, which he did, through my online, what we call Calendly service, which is an online appointment service, right? And we set up a Zoom meeting, 30-minute meeting, free of charge, no big deal. I do it all the time. And again, the goal wasn't really for him to become a client. The goal for him was really to bounce bounce ideas off of me that he was told by an advisor, a financial advisor. He actually uh, found this individual locally in his area, that held the, those, uh, what do you call them, retirement seminars, basically. You know, you get those postcards that have those nice, juicy pictures of steaks and all the good food on them, and uh, you know, come come to my seminar, we'll feed you. 
you'll eat like kings and we'll give you all kinds of information. Uh, that, that's kind of the thing of the past, those seminars. But uh, this individual did go to one, uh, liked the individual speaking, the advisor. I'm sure he's a good person, uh, knowledgeable, dresses well, speaks well, and won this individual over, which is perfectly fine. Okay, that's not the meat of the story, no pun intended. What occurred is this individual, we'll call him John, we'll call him uh, the prospect John. John went to the advisor's office after the seminar. You know, the, the, the folks at, at the advisor's office contacted John. John went in for an appointment, you know, free of charge, which is perfectly fine, and laid out a game plan, I, I use air quotes, game plan regarding this individual, John's, higher ed retirement plan. Now, keep in mind, the advisor has no experience or little experience. I'm not sure. Given what happened, I would say no experience with higher ed retirement plans. And if you've listened to my uh, YouTube videos and podcasts here, I always stress the fact, if you're going to use a financial advisor, fee-only financial advisor, make sure he or she knows what they're talking about when it comes to higher ed retirement plans. Or something like this, something similar, could happen to you. Okay. And before I get going, I feel like uh, I was joking with my wife that I know, you know, all of you out there are in higher education in some form or fashion. A lot of you out there are professors. Now I feel like, or I, I know what you feel like, it just as a teacher in general, when you when you tell your students, and I was probably one of those students, you tell, those, you tell your students to do something, okay? Do X, which will get you closer to the solution Y, the letter Y, right? So do X, get you to the solution Y. Well, your students go out there and they do ABC trying to get to Y. So it's a totally different direction. Um, and they come back to you and say, Mr. and Mrs. Professor, uh, what you told me didn't work and why didn't it work? And you throw your hands up and say, well, probably because you did ABC instead of the X that I told you to do. So it's like you try to teach folks something, but they do the complete opposite and they expect this, the result to be the same as what you discussed. Man, I'm tripping over my words there, but I hope you get to get the idea. I say this kind of tongue-in-cheek because that's what happened with this individual. So let me let me continue here. So uh, John's at the advisor's office. The advisor says, hey, let's put together a game plan that incorporates you uh, getting into my system. And we're going to get far away as we can from TI, from Tia Kref. Now, here's where the rub is. The advisor, let me let me fill you in on a little secret. Most advisors out there, if they're not familiar or, uh, how do I word this, experienced with TIAA-CREF, they probably don't have an institutional or professional relationship like my firm does and other firms out there as well. So they're not as educated with the products and investments, within, especially TI traditional, especially TI traditional. So this individual, John, I think he had eight or nine different contracts. Some of you out there, most of you out there are probably probably pretty familiar with that if you've gone through various uh, universities over the course of time. So John has various contracts, uh, which he had TIA traditional in each one. Now, um, this advisor did figure out the fact that some of these contracts, the TI traditional, was liquid. Immediately, just immediately, advisor says, out, we're out. We're out of TI traditional. I want you, John, out of TI traditional because what we can provide over here where we custody our assets like at Fidelity or Schwab or it doesn't matter, we can beat TI traditional. And let's stop right there, Okay. I'll, I'll kind of break this down in different parts. So again, TI traditional liquid accounts, multiple accounts. Advisor says, let's pull it all out. 
And, and John, of course, didn't ask any questions because the advisor is, in, in quotes here, the fiduciary advisor is supposed to do what's in the best interest of the client. The advisor says, we can do better than what TI Traditional is offering you. Now, again, I'll say stop right there. The reason this advisor said this is that the advisor said that we can beat TI Traditional, you know, getting whatever, 5%, because we're going to put money in the stock market over here that historically has done better than 5%. Okay, now, that is true, but let me, let's back up a little bit. The, the, the purpose of TI Traditional is to guarantee a fixed rate, okay? Let's just use 5%, okay, for, for hypothetical sakes here. So your TI traditional is getting 5%. That is a great alternative, in my opinion. And by the way, nothing I say here is investment advice. Don't go out there and implement this stuff tomorrow, okay? Make sure you contact a competent independent financial advisor prior to doing anything within TI Cref, okay, folks? Um, but the idea of TI traditional is really to have that bond sleeve, okay? Bond sleeve. Yes, any competent advisor, heck, you out there listening, if you just throw a dart at a dartboard, over time, the stock, the equity portion of your account should beat that TI traditional over time. But you introduce volatility with that, right? So we're not comparing apples to apples. So for that advisor to say, yeah, we're going to take that TI traditional, getting 5% guaranteed, throw it over here in the stock market, we're going to beat that 5%. Yes, over time. But is that really what you're trying to accomplish? Okay, make sure you ask yourself that. What are we trying to accomplish? Now, I will tell you this. I'm going to do a different podcast episode on this. In retirement, the goal isn't really to hit home runs, all right? And, and that's what you accomplish typically in the stock market. You strike out a lot too. We're looking for principal preservation and then pro producing income with that portfolio, right? So we're not comparing apples to apples here. Stock market, TI traditional, they're not the same. They shouldn't be even talked about in the same sentence. So um, there was strike number one. Now, let me, uh, again, let me preface this. This John here in this case did contact me. And at this point, I'm talking to John about the, the recommendations this advisor gave to, to John. And I told John here specifically, well, I wouldn't necessarily do what you're talking about because you can get 5% in the TI traditional. Equities are great. Yeah, I agree. Over time, you can get better um, performance over time. But that's not what you're trying to do anymore. You're done with your accumulation phase, okay? Let's stick over here in TI traditional. Maybe introduce new money in TIAA traditional. On some of these contracts, we're looking at 5.5% liquid. Are you kidding me? Any fiduciary advisor that says that's not a good plan isn't necessarily doing what's in the best interest of you. Now, also on that note, let's piggyback off that. This advisor, remember, on the West Coast here, which is irrelevant, pulled the money out of TI Traditional um, liquid accounts and all the CREF money, by the way, which is okay. I'll get to that here in just a bit. That advisor cannot, make sure you listen here closely, that advisor cannot get paid on the monies inside TIAA CREF, okay? Most folks that don't have a, um, an, a, an institutional advisory relationship with TIAA CREF that advisor has to pull money out of TIA Cref, custody it over that, and custody the money over at, let's say, Fidelity, and then draw his or her fee from that, your fee that goes to the advisor from that account. Okay, that's the number one reason why I see a lot of advisors just automatically just pull money out of TIAA Cref because they can't get paid on it. Okay, and so is that a conflict of interest? I, that's for you to decide. Okay, so let's move on. And I told John, 
If I were you, I would certainly put together, I didn't put together numbers or anything, but I, I would put together a game plan that incorporates or utilizes TI traditional because of the new high interest rates that we've realized within the last, I don't know, eight months, 10, 12 months, something like that. And I said, strongly look at u- utilizing that for your bond uh, sleeve of your portfolio, and then you can ex- extract from that liquid account as needed for income. So there was strike one. He didn't listen to that, did the exact opposite. Strike two, I told John and I told everybody else, you know, my, my firm charges 1%. Okay, that's our cost. That's our fee, 1% per year. And I told John, don't have an advisor. In my opinion, don't be charged, don't have the advisor charge you more than 1%. Um, if, he's, if he or she's just doing investment planning, investment management, maybe giving you advice on some other things, financially speaking, 1% is sufficient. And also, John, in this case, do not have that advisor charge on the TI traditional monies if there's any left over. I would never do that because there's nothing the advisor can do on that money. It just sits there, earns interest, and you, you know, there's different strategies you can implement, but the advisor really doesn't do anything on that money. So not only does the advisor charge John 1.2%, but the advisor is charging on the whole kit and caboodle, including TIAA traditional Strike two did the exact opposite. Now, let's get into strike three. What this advisor did, unbeknownst to him and actually unbeknownst to John until he watched my video, the advisor did realize, I guess we'll give him credit here, he did realize that in his illiquid account, a TI traditional investment was paying six over 6%, which is phenomenal, right? So the, the advisor said, hey, Let's identify that as an account we want to utilize. Let's go ahead and tomorrow dump in, I don't remember the exact dollar amount. We're talking like two, dollars $300,000 into that account. Sounds great, right? We're going to get six, six and a quarter percent. That is awesome. This is during the time period in 2022 when the market was down, bond market wasn't doing very well. So that is very, very attractive. Now, if you've listened to my episodes and uh, watch and listen to my to my videos on YouTube, you should have immediately recognized what I stated here when he when he dumped that money in the two uh, in the illiquid account. So what happens when you dump two or three hundred thousand into an illiquid TIA traditional account? Boom, it's locked up. So actually it was John that brought it to the advisor's attention that hey, uh, just out of curiosity, this money that I put that we, you, advisor, put into TI traditional um, I know it's, he, John has quite a bit of money. I know it's, uh, it's not a, chump, it's not chump change by any means, but it's a small ish portion of my retirement. That money is accessible is, you know, is, is that correct? We can access that money. And the advisor said, yes, of course we can. And John said, well, let's, um, I, I don't know. Let's, I don't know if I agree. Let's, let me call TIA real quick. And sure enough, uh, there were probably some choice words being had between John and the advisor once they figured out that three days ago, or whatever the case was, John dumped in two to three hundred thousand dollars into a TIA traditional account. I think it was um, it, it was money that was in the account, so the money was already there. It's not like he took it from a different contract. And the advisor dumped money in, from CREF into TI traditional, and boom, just locked it up. And he had the only way he can get it out. I think in his case was a five or ten year TPA. Ten year TPA is the most common or lifetime income annuity option. So, but I tell you what, 
Word of the wise, uh, man. And so John comes knocking on my door, figuratively speaking. We actually spoke on the phone and says, hey, what do I do? And I said, well, now it was a polite conversation between myself and John. But I said, what you do is go back in time and heed warning and listen to what I originally told you to do. So there, therein lies that, that, that conundrum that professors face when you tell folks to do something, students, they do something totally opposite. Uh, now, John wasn't upset with me by any means, of course, but he was upset with the situation and the advisor as well. Um, now, now John also wanted someone local as an advisor, which is perfectly fine. I hear that quite a bit. But, folks, these days with technology, you know, I do a ton of Zoom. I'm not advocating for my services, but I don't know if that really holds as – definitely doesn't hold as much water as it used to uh, being local. You know, we can jump on a phone call via Zoom at any point. Um, so – what ended up happening uh, with with this fella, John? Today, he is a client of mine. I took him over, and uh, we actually impl- implemented a strategy for his illiquid account that neither John nor the advisor knew was even available. Um, I took those monies away from where the monies were c- custodied, and now it's at Charles Schwab. That's where I custody my assets, and we implemented... And again, I'm going to do this on a different episode, but more of an income-producing portfolio. This advisor had him in a stock portfolio that was looking for, for a baseball analogy, they were looking for triples, but John had plenty of money. If done correctly, drawing income from this portfolio, the income, the interest and dividends produced from this portfolio should outlive him two times over. So why introduce that risk? It just didn't didn't make sense to me. So uh, John kind of learned the hard way of some of these things. And I tell you what, I I cannot stress this stress this enough, folks. I have been doing this for twenty over twenty years. I've talked to enough people in your place, in your shoes, a lot of very smarter folks than myself, okay? Try to figure out this TIAA traditional slash CREF account, plural, accounts uh, plural, and fail. Not because they're not intelligent, but because you, you call Tia, and God bless them. I, they're great folks. I'm on the phone with them constantly. They are fantastic. But there's so many nuances to these things that you don't even know what questions to ask. Therefore, they don't know what answers to give you. Now, the reason I kind of stress that is there may be some questions that you should ask, but the rep from Tia doesn't know what you're looking for, so they don't, they don't provide that information. It's not like they're omitting information. They still know the information to provide. Okay, folks, it gets very, very confusing. I run into folks all the time that wish they never even would have started with TIAA-CREF due to uh, the illiquidity and nuances of these accounts on the back end, on the exit side, on the distribution side. I'm not saying, I'm not advocating not using TIAA. That's not what I'm saying. They're a great company. They do a great job at what they do. But it's very difficult. Uh, Make sure you do your due diligence. By all means, contact me. And I'll see what I can do to help you out. I do it all the time. Again, email greg at shepherdfinancial.com. I'll throw down in the show notes a link to my Calendly. i got to say that cl- uh, slowly. Calendly link where you can jump on my calendar for a 30-minute uh, phone call or Zoom meeting, depending upon what you're looking for. All right, folks, deep breath. All right, that's all I have for today. In closing, as I always state, folks, go out there and take control of your retirement today. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast. Just because this episode is over doesn't mean you can't continue your retirement journey. 
please visit www.hireedretire.com to see how you can work with Greg or to simply ask him a question. Thanks again. S&A Financial Services is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.